Is the universe fair? Is it true that what goes around comes around? Do you get what you give? Is karma an absolute law? If that is the case, then why is it that bad things happen to good people? Hmm. Stick around because we are going to kick off our series and try, as much as we can, to answer <laughs> that question. Let's do it. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Connecting you to living truth. If you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or join our inner circle through Patreon.com. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends and family can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that just sound so much better to have Oh, the full, I was like... Which, which, it's better which than part? just me looking over here at no one. <laughs> at the end. So if you don't know what she's talking about, uh, last week I was gone. I was out of town and uh, my wife soldiered on solo and handled, handled the podcast. I did. Um, so I even had big, to do the editing by myself. Big shout out to Kylie Joe. <laughs> if, if you're listening, shout out to you. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> okay. I'm here. Thank Good. you. Good. Um, okay. So before we get into... Uh, today's episode, which uh, is going to be a good one, so y'all stick around. It's uh, good. We just got a couple. <laughs> we got a couple uh, announcements. First off, pre-order the mixtape EP. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. Pre-order the mix right now. Hey, do it. Mix right now. No, the frillo. Go right now. This this moment now. Hasta la pronto. Click on it. Click on it. It's and on. It's in the bio or the the, th- the description. It's in the deal. Look it's, it up. It's uh, there. <laughs> so you're gonna uh, go to iTunes and not Apple Music because you gotta actually go to iTunes and you're gonna pre-order um, the mixtape by Kylie Joe. And when you do so, you are going to get a what's it called? A instant gratification track. Yeah. You're gonna get access automatically, automatically to So in Love, which is a banger. Like it goes hard in the paint. You like it. So you should definitely check that out. So you you need to do that. Uh, the full if you don't have um, Apple Music or if you don't do iTunes, um, the the album will actually be released on April 29th. Coming up this so, Friday, so you can get that um, a then. week from now. I just realized that a week from when we're recording this. Yeah, not today. You're listening. This, Who knows this when you're day. listening to it? I don't know what day you, you could be listening to this after the 29th. Who knows? In which case, I'm really sorry. You're confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so with that though, yes. Uh, the Nick Smith Podcast would like to tell you that we are partnering with Kylie Joe Music. <laughs> That's what rich people do. They be having S-Corps, corporations, like, and they be hiring their kids. You, nepotism? Um, nepotism. It's full-on nepotism. Straight up. No shame whatsoever. Uh, no, no. But we are doing a giveaway. Dead giveaway. Um, a live giveaway, actually. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we're going to be uh, giving away some stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell them what they've the favorite. won. You will get... A Kylie Joe Music Surrender Tea. Now, this you may recognize. It's been around. It's a, it's a vintage. It's a classic. classic. Everybody loves it. Throwback. Those who still have them, shout out to you. Um, but it, it is um, from one of my songs. It's called Save Me. There is an acoustic version of that on the EP that Straight you up. want to hear. It's pretty good. I'm just saying. Um, and also, so you, will, you can win that. We're also going to give away a, of course. Be blessed t-shirt. You're going to get one of them. How they do it. The sports. Stuff. In the sports stuff. That's how you know my wife watches <laughs> sports. In the sports stuff. In the sport, you in know, the stadium. The stuff. No, and you're in the stadium. Um, um, yeah, you can win one of these. We're also going voice. to uh, have two winners that are going to win. Wind? They're not going to win. I hope you don't win. They're going to win some cold, hard cash app. app. Yeah, we <laughs> don't have, we're not going to send you cash. We're not mailing you cash. That's weird. <laughs> but um, 
we are going to have two winners that are going to win some money, though. Yeah. So. And honestly, like, think about it this way. You could spend, it's like $5 for the EP. I mean, it's really not that much. I think it's three ninety nine actually. three ninety nine. That's even better. If you get um, Less than $5, right? That's how they advertise. It's just less than $5. Less than a cup of coffee these days. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless you're going to Dunkin'. Um, but it's less than that. Uh-huh. And you could win this money. It's going to be a and nice would, amount of money. It will, it will cover your cost. And it will cover the cost of that. So you pretty much are getting paid. To, we're not paying you to buy it. But I'm saying if you win, <laughs> it's like you're getting it. paid to order it. And then you have enough money to go buy so, half a coffee. So tell them how they enter. Okay, they so here's what you're going to do. Okay, You're going to go to iTunes to pre-order. This is only a pre-order giveaway. It will not That's work right. if you do it after the 29th, obviously. Don't Come try to be slick, okay? Um, but so you're going to go and pre-order it on iTunes. We will give you the link. It's going to be in the episode description, and it's also on all of our social media. Straight so you up. can find it there. You are going to pre-order it, and you are going to follow at Kylie Joe Music on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go on Instagram and follow me. And then DM us on any of our social media. DM us a screenshot, screenshot of your pre-order and the follow. And that enters you in. Now, for a bonus entry. Bonus entry. Come hear on Hear this, Hear fam. it. Bonus entry. Share the song. And tag us, or Kylie Joe Music, in when you share it. And, and you'll, you'll get, get a bonus, bonus entry. entry. And okay. we're going to do our giveaway on the 29th, the day whoop, the whoop. album is released. Um, and so you have all the way up until that day to enter. Um, so that's it. I think those are all our announcements. Yeah. And every time you um, share and tag, that's a bonus entry. Yeah. So you can share like 50 times and tag us and then you will have 50 entries. But you got to pre-order first. Straight up. Just want to clarify. Cool. So let's get into it. Okay. So y'all, this is such a deep theological, um, topic and philosophical topic that, um, we even stopped while we were writing the prompt and be like, wait, this is too deep. We got to back up. We got to simplify because, this issue of why do bad things happen to good people is so um, pervasive in mm-hmm. our culture, in the world. Um, there's actually even a word for it. Would you like to share? Yes, because I'm the one that remembered it. Yes, to I me definitely have to say it. It's wait, I want to say it right. Theodicy. <coughs> yes. Not. <laughs> did I say it right? You did. It shocked me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It I hit just, him right here. I breathe. It's in not to be water. confused with the Odyssey, which is a really long play, um, but it, <laughs> about poem, gods. Actually. It's weird. Um, poem. Yes, it's a poem. So yes, play. the Odyssey. Yeah. And so um, the Odyssey is the issue of evil, like the problem with pain in this world. Hold on. <coughs> it's just water in the cup. I promise I'm let, y'all. I'm letting you go through it. It's I don't, just water. Nothing I can do. Uh, why do uh, bad water drinking experiences happen to good hosts? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, So this issue uh, has its own word. The the problem of pain, the problem of evil has been written about and talked about and debated, uh, has led people to the faith and from the faith Mm. because um, there aren't a lot of solid, first off, there's no clear cut answer. Um, So if that's what you came for, sorry, stick around. There are some good conversation pieces, but um, this idea has been driving religious thought for thousands of years. Yeah, it's not new. No. There is nothing new under the sun, including this issue of, really, it's like this, the question of existence of evil in the world. Yeah, why is there bad? Why bad stuff? Why do people get sick? Why do people get hurt? Why do, why do people die yeah. in freak accidents or in, in tragic ways? And um, I, I think there are some things that we use to, to try and satisfy this question. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly legalism. And yeah. um, causality are mm-hmm. like, we always want to know who it is that's to blame. Yeah. And I think even in asking the question, there's a lot of us seeking to satisfy ourselves with like, well, if I could just have 
you know, a reason and, and yeah. a, an answer to this question, it would, it would satisfy me a little bit more. And we're actually going to dive into that whole topic yes. on another episode yeah. um, because we have, we have so many areas we need to cover in this. So yeah. let's just jump into this one to, to kind of get you guys um, some foundation because we, this episode are really laying the foundation yeah. for the rest of what we're talking about in the series. And so, um, you know, what's good, <laughs> what's good with it. What, what is good? Oh, this is yes. like, sorry, I said it correctly. What is good? What's, what's good is correct. Too. What is it's good? And just conjunction. Right, it's true. You're right. <laughs> but let's look at the definition of the word good or goodness. But good is defined as mm-hmm. um, to be desired or approved of having the qualities required for a particular role. Yeah. Possessing or displaying moral virtue. Okay. Giving pleasure or being enjoyable or satisfying. Mm-hmm. Thorough. Valid. Used in conjunction with the name of God or a related expression like like good heavens, you know, goodness gracious. Great googly moogly. Um, <laughs> um, righteousness <laughs> is another way of defining good. Mm-hmm. Um, having benefit or advantage to someone or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, being well. Those are all things that define or are used um, interchangeably with the word good or goodness. Which is interesting because if you think about all of those definitions or all those parts, all of the parts of that definition, mm-hmm. um, they all are relative. So mm. every single part of that, um, good observation, anything, <laughs> anything that you discuss goodness, um, in it, it has to be related to something else. Good is wow. not good in and of itself. Hmm. Like just the, the concept of good because taking different cultures and different concept or, um, worldviews, yeah. different context. Good is, is not always good. Wow. And so good has to be relative um, yet we know that there has to be an ultimate good. Yeah. Otherwise we wouldn't even have the concept of it. Right. It wouldn't even question why are bad things happening if yeah. we didn't have an idea that there should be good. Exactly. Well, I, and go ahead. honestly, like Jesus, um, like knowing that kind of puts a different spin on when Jesus, um, how Jesus responded when people were like, Hey, good teacher. Oh and yeah. He's like, right? why do you call me good? Yeah. And like, I, I love reading that story. I love reading that section of his ministry because it's like, how did he say that? There's so many ways he could have said that. Mm-hmm. Why do you call me good? Why do you call me good? Why do you call me good? Like, mm-hmm. depending on the inflection or the, like, what was he trying to emphasize? How was he trying to say it? But yeah. really, if you think about it, like Jesus being God would right? have a pretty good understanding of great even being good. Yeah. Um, then that, that kind of like helps us to understand maybe that he was challenging this statement. Like he was challenging yeah. the person like with this question, like, and his answer um, at one, in one of the gospels, he says, no one is good. Mm-hmm. No, there's not even one, yeah. which is crazy because people use that. A lot of historians have used that to say, well, Jesus, Jesus even admitted he wasn't good or God mm. because of that statement. Not true. But not true. Yeah, you got to read, you got to really read it in context. Cause if you don't read it in context, you're going to walk away with a bad understanding of what is good. Okay. Uh, Stick around. Okay. But speaking of which, if you know somebody who needs to hear this, know somebody who you've talked about, like maybe this question's come up or you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, like I really feel like this person needs to hear this like Bible basics kind of understanding of what's good. Yeah. Go ahead and share it. Or if you just want to say what's good to somebody, send this episode. (laughs) What's good? Send them the sound bite. Yeah. I mean, what's good? What's good good with it? So, So yeah, so Jesus said no one is good. And he yeah. was he was not for those of you who who don't understand that that statement, he was uh actually he was referencing the Old Testament. I believe it's a, a psalm. It says like no no one does good, there's not one. 
not even one, or it might be in Isaiah, I can't remember, but he's referencing Old Testament. And um, he's also um, putting this concept out there for those who are hearing, like only God is good. No human being is good. And so if you're identifying me as good, then what you're saying is you're uh, testifying to my divinity. And wow. so Jesus, and he didn't deny that. And we see that later on when, um, not the Mount of Transfiguration, the, um, we just celebrated Palm Sunday. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I'm on it. So on Palm Sunday, when um, people were praising him and worshiping him openly, um, the Pharisees and Sadducees were like, you should rebuke these folks because they're basically, they're calling you good. They're calling you God. And he was like, if they don't do it, the rocks will like he, Come on. he never rebukes anyone that rejoices and celebrates him as God. And so in that Jesus is actually saying, yes, I am good. Yes, mm -hmm. I am God. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to bring that because the, the context that the story comes in is, is very important that somebody was trying to get out of following him directly. Yeah yet they were trying to butter him up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is challenging their understanding of good yeah. because goodness, as we already said, is based on kind of others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's referential. And so like it, it's based on context and it's based on really your proximity to something. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like, Cause no one is good. The statement of no one is good um, is really about like no one is good in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. No one is inherently good. No, there's not even one. Like, there's no one who does good or who is good. And for the Christian belief, it's like, well, apart from God. Like, we understand yeah. as, as saved and being sanctified believers, mm -hmm. God sees us through the cross. And so he sees Christ's righteousness when he looks at us. Like, it's yeah. been imputed to us. But we're, we have to, like, completely rewind the clock a little bit on that because the people who are looking at Jesus, who are hearing him say this, mm -hmm. it meant something different when he was saying it. For us, it's like, well, wait a minute. God calls me good. Like God looks at me and he sees because of Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like, that's good. <laughs> so that's why it's so hard for us to go back to that and say, well, why was that such an issue for them mm -hmm. to be like, good teacher? And he's like, hold the phone. Yeah. No one, nobody here is good in and of themselves. Yeah. Not even one person here. And like, if you think about this goal that, that people often have of being a good person. Yeah. Because that's what the whole question is. Yeah. What if bad things happen to yeah. good people. Um, it's why it's really impossible to be a good person. And Jesus defined that for us when he answered that question. <laughs> Nobody is good. He kind of gave us the out. Mm -hmm. But yet we still have this idea um, based on something else that we'll, we'll get into here at the end. Like, mm -hmm. um, like being good, being a good person truly is impossible. Because like really you ask the question like, well, good to whom? Yeah. Good for what? Good for nothing. Good for what? <laughs> good in what way? Like yeah. how, how do you define that goodness? And it, it boils down to, like you said, that relative idea of what is good. And, and yeah. like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, because I'm, I'm thinking about that whole concept and it, it takes me a little bit to the thought of uh, creation and like, mm. because there, there are two schools of thought that people were created good and um, that there's a fallenness that has entered into humanity mm -hmm. and then there's another understanding that people are wretched and that um they need god in order to bring about any goodness in them and i know how they sound similar but there there's no, a I different hear, starting yeah point. i hear it's nuanced um, yeah but then there's also the thought of when so that, like, that's one thought that came to mind the other thought was thinking of being a good person every one of you listening or watching who believe you're a good person uh somebody out there doesn't like you righteous like rightfully because you did something wrong to them you cut him off in traffic. You flipped him the bird. You, you sneezed. 
you yelled in their face. You rolled your eyes. You planned and cussed them out. Like you did something. Um, you cheated somebody. You lied. You you backstabbed. You did something, right? Um, and even though at the end of the day you justify it and you say, well, I had a right to do that or I only did that because X, Y, Z. Or I made up for it by doing something good. Yes, or I apologize. So therefore I am now a good person. Like somebody is still mad at you for something you did. And they're not mad at you for no reason. And so then when you think about being a good person, that question of good to whom? To whom? Like, in, in whose eyes? In what way? Yeah. And, and how do you define that? Um, it kind of sets us up on this slippery slope where we're, we're forced to then backtrack and be like, okay, in order to define a goodness, where's that base level? Yeah. Where's the standard? Because yeah. in order to define whether or not I'm good, I've got to pick a standard. Mm. And only in like the Christian worldview, um, well, there's, there's a couple other worldviews that, that believe in an all-powerful, um, what we call the OOG God, right? The OOG. The OOG, which is omniscient, omnipresent, good God. All-powerful, all-knowing, good God. Um, but that's the only way that we can have a, a, a standard yeah. of goodness. Yeah. Um, Outside of a person. Like something that, that establishes what good should be. Yes, because then otherwise it's subjective and it continues to, to fluctuate based on whatever mood you're or it's, in. Or it's based on you. And that's, that's one thing I, I think I, I can say I've noticed in that pursuit of being a good person is eventually because of all of these things that we are working against in the world, all of these mm -hmm. unseen forces that we have around us. Um, eventually that standard of goodness has to be based on the individual. Like mm. in that, in that worldview at a certain point, it is no longer about um, really even morality. It, it ends up being uh, based on emotionality. It ends up being based on you know, the, the flavor of the week, you know, how yeah. I'm feeling and what, what things are working in my favor and whether the universe is smiling on me or not. It boils down to the, the individual, like the, the, what is it? It's like the independent God, like yeah. this me God. It's relative. It's relative truth. It's relative moral, moral, moralism. Yeah. Um, or there, what is it? Moralistic therapeutic deal. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, a lot of humanistic um, movements or worldviews that are very based on me and how I feel um, and what is good based on me still isn't based on me because I still mm. have to look at the community and be like, okay, is my standard in agreement with the community that I have now elevated their standard to be the standard? Mm. Because if I deviate from my community that I identify from, then now I'm not good anymore. Yeah. And so you're according still to that community. So yeah, according to the community. So you're still looking outside of yourself for a standard. Mm -hmm. um, even though you're looking, you're saying that, oh, it's, my point of view that that makes me good mm -hmm. and so yeah it's just it's just interesting because we have to get back to a true standard in order to understand the question of what is good mm -hmm. of, of why bad things happen to good people you have to define where does goodness come from yeah and so as believers in christ like we have an answer for that yeah yeah and do you want to know what it is <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> one of those weird <clears throat> subway pitches like somebody's like do you want to know the answer to life um Take the stress. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you know, you know. Um, but the truth is, like, no one can be good in and of themselves mm -hmm. unless, unless there's always a caveat. That's yeah. what I love about the kingdom. There's always, there's a kingdom caveat to everything. Um, that would be if a cool I, band name. Or if I start a dental service. Okay. Kingdom uh, caveat. <laughs> um, unless 
They originated and established what good should be in all situations for all of time, in all cultures, to all people, unless there was some being that established that goodness mm-hmm. from themselves, independent of anything else. There's no one that is good. That's right. But we know that there's only one who's ever done that. And the, the Christian belief is that God did that. God did that. He done, he done did and like, that, though. Yeah, because only a God who is set apart from creation, a mm-hmm. non-created being. God wasn't created. Mm-hmm. And, and some people would even argue philosophically God doesn't exist because he always has been. Things mm-hmm. come into existence. God never came into existence. Um, but only a God who is able to be that can establish a standard of goodness within the creation that they create. That's good, yeah. And I love that God didn't establish as in like there was no goodness. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make this thing good. Right. Like God just is good. And so from creating Mm -hmm. what he created was good. And he said it. God's the Bible says it over and over in Mm -hmm. those first two chapters. We have everything God made. God saw that it was good. Mm -hmm. God saw that it was good. And it's not just this is this is crazy how I read things. Mm -hmm. It's not just that God saw it like he he like visually saw it mm-hmm. you know this the saying we use like you better see to it that this gets done mm-hmm. god saw that it was good like he made yeah. sure that every single That's thing good. that he put his hand to create that, that came from his mouth to create was good and even like not to get too nerdy but like even going back to the like he saw that it was good like in its being mm-hmm. in its essence in what he not created that it good did things yeah not good that did it did things did I just say that? <laughs> it did not good, good did things. What did you say? I, don't I did you good said. English. Did good. Just now. Yes. God, God didn't say that he saw that it did well. He saw that it did good things. Good did things. Um, but he saw that it was based on how he created it, based on its purpose, based on its um, essence, based on all of the details and design. He saw that it was good. Yeah. Um, in and uh, not in and of itself, but in its perf- perfect willed design. Yeah, in its origin. Yeah. Like from its origins, it came from nothing but good. Therefore, it could be called nothing but good. Mm, but and, good. <laughs> but <laughs> good did. Um, but the hard part about this, this is why, like, this is such a hard, I think, episode for us to like, close down because we have to land here. This is the place where it's going to, you're going to be like, why would they end this episode this way? Because we're jerks. That's why <laughs> we didn't have enough content. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, um, how many chapters are there in the Bible? How many books are there in the Bible? 66. About how good creation oh, I was. I failed that one. Um, two. And then there's no, peace out. Oh, <laughs> then there's one about how good creation in its perfect perfected form will be. Yes, which the, is the great to look forward to. But this is the hard part for Christians because, again, we are like New Testament. Um, most of you watching this um, uh, in America, at least, like we, we come from a completely different context than the rest of the world and than the rest of history. Mm-hmm. And so we come to it saying, okay, well, we know like Jesus is restoring all things. Like this is the, this is the world we live in. This is, do we say it like we that? Have, we have the Holy spirit. Like we're watching God <laughs> restore creation. And like one day the fulfillment of all things and the, like the, the groom will come and claim his bride. Like we know this story, but we have to, again, rewind back to those first two chapters. Yeah. And we have to understand that, okay, the, the first two chapters tell us that everything was good. And it was so good. Like, God was walking with his people, and he gave them, like, commands. And he was like, you're going to 
go out there and make this world the way I want it to be. It's going to be filled with little me everywhere, little images of me. And it's going to be, so, it's going to be good. You're cracking me up. Right and, now. <laughs> so God talks. He's like, man, it's going to be so good. Look at him. You're going to take that wife of yours. You're going to make things good. Anyway, but we have two chapters that tell us that. Mm-hmm. And then everything falls to pieces and everything changes and everything changed. Um, but I think it's an amazing testament to <laughs> two of them actually, yeah. um, to show us how much God was willing to go through in 66 books to get us back to that goodness. We only have yeah. two chapters that actually tell us how good everything was. Yeah. And it doesn't even do like we, we can't even fathom it because we have no idea what ultimate goodness and perfection looks like. Yeah. But the fact that, yeah. The rest of the whole story is telling us what God wanted to do to bring us back to that tells us it had to be a really good. Yeah, that's good. And also, I think though we can't fathom it, though we, we struggle to understand true goodness in its ultimate form. Um, one, Jesus demonstrated that to us. We see mm-hmm. Jesus demonstrating a selfless love and and living out that love per- perfectly, which demonstrated goodness in all all shapes or all ways, shapes and forms. And uh, scripture testifies that nobody's seen God, but mm. Jesus is the exact likeness. Like we get to see in Jesus what goodness was and yeah. what goodness is um, perfected. Um, but also the fact that somewhere inside of you, you, you see something that's unjust or you see something broken or you see someone hurting and you say, that's wrong. That shouldn't be happening. Like the fact that something in you says this is bad and it should not be that way tells us that there has to be something mm. good that we know innately as human beings that there should be. Mm-hmm. And there is no should without the existence of something that is. And so like there, there should be good and I'm not seeing it. I'm upset about that because deep down I know that there is good. Yeah. Because every created being, every created human being understands that like there's something in us that does draw us deeper that says, okay, wait a second. There's something bigger. Like we have those yeah. like philosophical conversations, there's something bigger than us and cultures mm-hmm. have understood it for, for so many generations. Yeah. But again, even that is proof that there's, there's an, there's an echo of something inside of us. Good word. Yeah. That says there's goodness that's missing. Yes. And, I, and how do we get back to that? And so even, and I love how like those friends that I have who have asked this question, like, well, if God is so good and Jesus is so great, then why does, why does this, um, bad stuff happen in, in his world? Like, why is he allowing this bad stuff to happen? Um, and I, I think that's so amazing. And I, I commend my friends who ask those questions, those hard questions, because I'm like, well, that, that to me says that something's working in your spirit. Something is happening in you that that cry for justice mm-hmm. to be satisfied is there. And I think that's a great place to be. So even if you're someone who doesn't believe in God, who doesn't follow Jesus, mm-hmm. um, even acknowledging that there is something wrong with injustice is a great place to start with the conversation. And that's why we, we kind of wanted to land here with there is a good mm-hmm. that we are meant to experience. And that yeah. it was so incredibly good, not just visually, not just, you know, to satisfy all of our senses, but relationally good and um, economically good and vocationally good. Like we, yeah. in the garden, there was an understanding that this would become civilization not just this you know these hippies living in a garden but this would become civilization and that things like pyramids and buildings and technology all of that was was still meant to happen in the context of perfection Mm -hmm. um but something shifted that 
And we, so that the, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. You you kinda jump into it. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm just saying. Easy. I'm just getting excited about it. <laughs> uh, but so next yes. week we are talking about like natural law and causality and why bad things happen in the okay. first place. So if you uh, have got anything from this, please share this. Please let somebody know about this um series that we're going through. Uh, we hope that you will comment. We hope that you'll join in in the conversation and that we can hear more about uh, your understanding of how God is working in the bad, through the bad, and in the good. So also, don't forget, give away. Go back to the beginning and listen to it. Yes, and Inner Circle. Don't forget about that either. We haven't forgotten about the Inner Circle. They're Never amazing. That. Never And that. you should join them. Do it. Like you should. You just just do it. Just join it. It's fine. <laughs> You, there's links. You can you can join. Uh, but this has been the Next Smith Podcast. We mm-hmm. hope you've gotten. Uh, no, no, sorry. Scratch that. <laughs> Pause. Rewind. This has been the Next Smith Podcast. We hope this episode has connected you to living truth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Next Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.